Welcome to the Toka Backstage Podcast. Join Toka's Executive Director, Chris Wolf, in conversations with the artists and people behind the scenes of the Torrance Cultural Arts Foundation's performances and events. Hi, this is Chris Wolf, the Executive Director of the Torrance Cultural Arts Foundation, here with another episode of uh, Toka Backstage. It is my extreme honor to have Young Kang, the artistic director for Unit One, uh, the Taiko group that will be performing their new world premiere show, Shiki, um, on September 24th at the Armstrong Theater. Young, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks for having me. So tell me, how did you first get into Taiko? Oh, let's see. Uh... Yeah, that's a good question. The just like many other uh, taiko players in North America, I was introduced to taiko through collegiate taiko. So I went to UCLA, local LA boy. Um, so UCLA uh, Yukai Daiko was my first introduction to taiko, and then it's been love at first sight, and I've played taiko ever since. So. So you actually started in college? Yeah, that's right. Um, and a lot of people, you know, their first introduction to Taiko is collegiate Taiko. And yeah, it's, it, sometimes I regret that I found it too late, but, but here I am. It's interesting because you, it, it's, I, I mean, I granted, I, I, I know very little about the history of Taiko, but it seems that, um, I just find it interesting that people find it so late, whereas like with other instruments like piano and I mean, in, in America, at least they're like, people are like having to practice 12 hours a day, you know, starting when they're two, but uh, with, with Taiko, it, it seems almost like it's, it's um, something in like a passion that just is inside you that you find discover in, in college. Right. And, you know, I think one of the things that it also has to do with how the barrier to entry is a little bit lower than maybe, say, like violin, where you might be struggling for the first, you know, decade or whatever to just play somewhat in tune. Whereas taiko, you know, if you have the passion for it, you can just kind of jump straight in <laughs> head first yeah. and and start making loud noises. So I think that's a part of it. <laughs> well, I, I also guess there's a there's a little barrier as far as where you can practice and where you can get the instrument, right? I mean, <laughs> that's right. And um, yeah, taiko. Yeah, that's that's a great point. It's taiko itself is hard to come by. So a lot of these collegiate groups start with uh, tires, <laughs> like car tires wrapped in saran wrap um, to emulate that sound, and they're looking at what um like garages like university garages to practice that so so yeah it's it's definitely a passion project uh when you're getting started for sure well and i noticed that the other the other thing about um taiko that's always sort of interested me is the fact that it's i mean like i said earlier with guitar it's like you stand there and you strum your you, you play your song but with taiko it's I don't know what the right word is, but it's it's almost more participatory where you're you're playing, you're dancing, you're moving, there's more choreography to it. It's it's literally like a all-encompassing instrument where you're in your whole body gets into it. 
Definitely. It's a, it's a combination of uh, musicianship, athleticism, uh, stage presence, uh, just everything combined, which I think is what's so attractive about Taiko. It's so multidisciplinary. Well, it's, it, and it's, it's fun to watch. I mean, it, it's, um, again, not, not knowing much about it other than the fact of what I, what I've seen on stages, it, it really is, um, a joy to watch just i mean it's um it's almost like going to a dance concert and a and a musical concert all in one exactly and i think it really lends itself to a great tool for building a, a really great community and i think the los angeles taiko institute uh where you know it's not and it's not a taiko us where unit one is hosted i think they're doing they've done a really great job of kind of building a a really huge community around that art form because because it is so complementary. Well, and I gotta I gotta give a shout out to Asano Taiko. I actually um, uh, they're they're in Torrance. I I actually got to go and take a a introductory class. Uh, oh, awesome! Once. And uh, actually, I wanted it at a at a silent auction and and like eight of my other friends went and it was, it was great. I, I was horrible at it, but I had a blast. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm barely can keep time on, you know, listening to the radio. Um, so as, as their new artistic director, what, what is your hope for this group? What do you, what do you see? Um, well, first of all, as an artistic director, what is your main position? What do you do as an artistic director? Uh, let's see. I feel like I'm in, I'm in office space or something. What What do you do here? Um, let's see. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, I know. Right? Um, so I am in charge of um, a lot of the compositions that are within the show. Um, and broader picture, I am in charge of making some of the more uh, more artistic decisions um, and stage directions and lighting and such and kind of the overall direction of the show and of course it's it's very much a team effort so i delegate a lot to the you know one team members um to to refine each piece or come up with come up with ideas but yeah i guess i'm in charge of the the, the flow of the show there awesome and what what's your how, what's your trajectory for the group do you i mean um is it uh I mean, this is your this is like a world premiere piece. Are you going to take this and tour it? Are you going to do more uh, different shows? Yeah, I think that's what we're trying to figure out as a group. Um, I think uh, we all have diff different aspirations. So I think this show Shiki is a good good stepping stone for us to kind of put together a complete show and um figure out where we're gonna go from there and uh the the subtitle for shiki is what we wish to remember is there is there like a an underlying theme to that i mean i don't know what what does shiki mean in english so shiki means uh four seasons in japanese so it kind of comes from an assignment from uh, Katsuji Asano, the, our, our CEO as uh, Taiko US, where he said, okay, the newer members of the group write four pieces based on the four seasons of Japan. 
So that was our assignment years back. And so we went, all went off and wrote our pieces uh, with me being in charge of autumn and other members being in charge of other seasons there. And, and then the pandemic happened. So we, we had, you know, like many other people, we had our virtual concert and things like that. But I think when we kind of came out of it, uh, what we said was, okay, we have these pieces, but, you know, tied to those pieces are these memories of either Japan or, you know, somewhere we call home that we that we kind of reminisce you know that somewhere that we can't visit because of either the pandemic or or whatever so that kind of became the central subject of, of the show tied around this you know central theme of the seasons that um that's awesome and and <laughs> so and again i think is there like a I'm I'm just trying to think that if there's like the four seasons, is that the whole length, the whole show, or is there other things interspersed amongst the four seasons? Sure, I I think the four seasons make up the let's say the the skeleton of the show, and they're the you know the the structure of the show for sure. Where we start with we actually start with the heat of summer, and we end with. You know, we go through the seasons, summer, autumn, the cold, cold winter, and then we kind of come out of it uh, with a sense of rejuvenation into spring. And then we end again with the vibrant summer festival. So that's kind of the flow of our show with, you know, other pieces inters- uh, interspersed. <laughs> no, right I, know, I, I know that like Tycho is, Tycho is just the type of, drum right i mean it's, yes but there are multiple different types of drums because there's like the the kind that sit on the floor and then there's the huge are they all again forgive the stupid questions are they, oh, no, all, no. Are they all taiko or is there like different names for each drum oh they're all yeah they're all you know under the umbrella of taiko with you know uh, different drums having different names like you know you have the small uh, drum named uh, shime daiko so that's the that's kind of the rhythm keeper right um, um with the highest pitch sound then in the middle you have the chu daiko where you know it's about <laughs> it's about the size of size of a wine barrel and that's kind of the meat of the sound and then you have the old Eichel, which, you know, and the sky's the limit to how big it can get. And that that's really the the punch in the gut sound where it just vibrates the entire auditorium. So the, those are kind of the examples of, of different kinds of Taiko, but they're Taiko nonetheless. And then I've I've noticed in past concerts that there's also like chimes and and uh, forgive me, I don't know the name, the, the flute. The wind instrument. Um, yes. When when you create a composition for Tycho, do you write all that, or do you like write <clears throat> the drum portions and then give it off to somebody else to write the uh, the the wind instrument? All right. Yeah, that's a good question. I think it definitely depends on the piece um, and you know the composer. 
you know, certain composers feel more comfortable with certain instruments. So they write the piece kind of around it and then hand it off to other people. Uh, in some instances, you know, it's, it's a one person show <laughs> where, where they just kind of write the whole darn thing. But yeah, um, in this uh, Shiki uh, show, uh, I think you'll see a combination of, of those ideas. Our finale piece um, is kind of a summation or, or kind of a medley of all the different seasons, you know, kind of representing the experiences that you've built through the different seasons, summer, autumn, winter, spring, and then back into summer. So it's a medley of those different pieces representing ideas from a whole bunch of different composers within the group. So that would be a, that would be an example of you know us kind of collaborating, handing off ideas to one another. And do you have a, a personal favorite that you like to play? Personal drum? Uh, let's see. That personal favorite drum. It's probably our old Ikul, our our biggest <laughs> and heaviest drum because it's so satisfying to play that drum, you know, and it's so much time and effort went into making that drum, um, you know, from Asana Taiko. And, you know, it's, it's a real joy to play. Well, the, and that's the other thing because Asano Taiko is, is an organ is a, they actually make the drums, correct? And that's that's correct, and they they're based in Torrance, but they have. It, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't they also have an Asano Taiko in Japan? Ah, uh, that's right. So it, it, Asano Taiko is from Japan, and Asano Taiko US, the the US branch of Asano Taiko, uh, is in Torrance. That's right. And um, so that must be satisfying to to know that your your involved with an organization or company that actually creates the instruments that you guys get to play. I mean, it, it lends itself to a certain respect, I would imagine, of, of the instrument. Oh, that's right. And you can really tell by the way, you know, the staff and, you know, students and everyone involved, uh, you know, you know, treat the drum. And, you know, <laughs> we have cleaning rituals after every practice and making sure the drums are in top shape and even the practice space is squeaky clean. So yeah, I think there's a lot of reverence for those drums. Well, and I, I will say to, to anyone listening or watching this, that if you have an opportunity, Asano Taiko does offer uh, every now and again, they, they offer free uh, introductory lessons. Just go sign up, check it out. And, and you literally have no excuse to not get a ticket to come see Siki because you now understand where the drums come from and the rituals and, and, and the types of drums. So trust me, it will be an amazing experience. Have you, have, <laughs> did you personally write some of the compositions that, that will be on the September 24th? Sure. That's right. Yeah. And I was responsible for uh, Autumn that is uh, in the show, in the, in the Seasons series, and uh, a piece called uh, Avalanche, was, which I wrote with uh, another Unit 1 member, Masa Miano. And it's kind of a battle, almost, battle for survival between these two Odaiko, the biggest drums. So I think that'll be really exciting to see. 
So when when you first learned about Tycho, was it what was the what do you think the immediate attraction was? Was it just the 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 percussiveness of it? Was it the the actual instrument itself, or just was it something that you looked like fun to do? Uh, I think it's a combination of all those things. I mean, I have. <laughs> I guess I can say I have some classical music background uh, where I studied uh, the flute for a long time and I played with the UCLA symphony. So I have some musical background there. And then when I first saw Tycho, it, it was almost like, okay, <laughs> it's like a whole new world of music that I didn't know could exist where you combine, you know, the musicianship and the athleticism and everything else. So yeah, I think that's what was so initially attractive about it, and remain attractive to this day. And and as, one thing I found interesting is that, um, I mean, again, I have to keep reiterating the fact that I'm I'm really somewhat naive in, as far as the history and 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 everything Tycho, but uh, the Tycho shows that I've seen, um, they they're really pretty much. Uh, I've seen Kodo. I've seen obviously uh, uh, some of the uh, Sano Taiko stuff, but it's it seems that it's more than just Japan or Japanese people involved in in the everyday Taiko. That like literally, it it's an instrument for everybody. And I think people may just assume, oh well, that's something you know that I can't get into because it's a Japanese, right? Thing it really is open to everybody, right? Yeah, and, and that's definitely true. And I think especially North American Taiko is very, um, it's a very welcoming community where, uh, you know, even the beginnerist of beginners can, can join. And, um, you know, Los Angeles Taiko Institute, LATI, um, our, our school here uh, is really welcoming of, you know, the beginners and really help them nurture, help nurture and develop them into Taiko players. And, and yeah. <laughs> well, that was the one thing I have to say, I, again, giving kudos to um, Asano Taiko and uh, uh, Lati is that it, the, the shows that they produce in, in Torrance in December, which is sort of almost their, their showcase or their, their recitals, it, it mm -hmm. really is a, uh, I mean, if you walk backstage, granted, there's a bazillion people backstage, but it, it really is like open to everybody. I mean, it there's for I think the I I saw like what looked like a two three year old running around with the <laughs> you know taiko stick, and then you know all the way up to the seniors. It's so it's it's a very cool thing. And I, again, I think that you're right. It's a very welcoming community because I mean I. I, when I've seen the studios, it's like everybody's been very kind to me. Yeah, definitely. And I think another part has to do with uh, how modern taiko is kind of a combination of different types of music. I mean, obviously, it started from very a very traditional place. But in North America, especially where we play taiko in kind of a group setting, a lot of it has to do with you know, improvisation and, and things like that. So there's a lot of jazz influence and, you know, modern drum set influence. So I think people from different backgrounds find it easy to, okay, say, 
all right, this seems like something that's familiar to me, even though the instrument itself may be foreign. So that I think that's what makes it so approachable. Well, and I, you know, I, I, I honestly have to say, I don't think the instrument is foreign because <laughs> it, I mean, it really is just a beautiful drum, but it's, it's, I, I think that the thing that maybe um, people don't, and I don't mean to speak for everybody, but it's, it's almost like it's, it's, they look on it and they see, I think the barrier is respect because I think there's a certain amount of respect that goes into uh, the instrument or or maybe it's just ignorance that they don't know that it's literally a drum and you can go <laughs> play it. I mean, it's not like it's a, you know. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of students, uh, when they first approach Tycho, you know, uh, there's also kind of an intimidation factor. Right? It's such a such a big yeah. drum as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think yeah, I think that turns into a healthy healthy mix of uh, of reverence and you know curiosity and passion down the road. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do think I do think I think you hit the nail on the head. Is it definitely is a, a, a passion because I I think anybody who um, sort of is able to do what you guys i mean quite frankly i when i again when i watch the taiko show I, after 20 minutes i'm like how are these people still standing i would be like out of breath um on the ground just you know gasping um but you guys are uh again i think it's just training it's passion and it's it's uh, a love for what you do and it's it's evident on stage because uh it just uh the audience i think just enjoys enjoys it immensely <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> um, so again, it's uh, Shiki. It's uh, Unit One Taiko, uh, September twenty fourth uh, at eight p.m. at the Armstrong Theater. Um, Young, I do appreciate your time. Thank you so much for taking it. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This was and, a lot of fun, and we'll look forward to seeing you there. And um, just one last question: when people when people leave the theater what do you hope they leave with after watching the show uh i think one of the th one of the key themes that we would like to communicate through this show is the sense of perseverance so i i know a lot of people are going through different things right now but through the seasons what we wanted to communicate was uh the ability to kind of keep going and keep going uh, regardless of, of what's happening and kind of making it through the <laughs> through the other side and being able to really celebrate. So that that perseverance uh, is, I think, what we're trying to trying to achieve in the group right now. And hopefully that's that's our that's the main takeaway from the show for the audience as well. Well, and I think uh, that's sort of very important right now these days for so much <laughs> i mean if it's not the pandemic it's politics if it's not politics it's something else and it's like uh yeah we can all use a little uh hope and so again i hope everyone comes speaking of hope uh to Shiki, uh <laughs> september 24th you're actually opening our season and we're very excited about it um so we're opening our season with a world premiere uh artistic director young kang thank you so much for taking the time <laughs> thank you chris